0: Sports radio 13, 10 the ticket this is the gordon keith show good morning i'm gordon keith along with Jin x davey <laughs> hello dave good morning gordon how are you good great i didn't answer yet okay i'm well and we also have john sponsor with the ticket tickers three times Hi, an hour at 10 30 and 50 or thereabouts yeah or somewhere around there with colonial updates today Yes, we have Colonial Updates. We're on top of the Colonial. This is your place for Colonial News right here on Sports AM Radio. We have a lot of uh, interesting classic audio to listen to today, David. A jam-packed show. Yes, very jam-packed. At 1045, we're going to hear from Byron Nelson and Tiger Woods as they came in the studio and did a vaudeville act. 11 o'clock, the famous Burrito Jimmy prank call to WOAI. And, uh probably the last burrito jimmy for quite some time yeah he didn't have any sports to really talk about well burrito jimmy is if people don't know it's a prank played on opposing cities when local teams are in the playoffs it's a playoff bit Uh uh-huh and unless uh yes unless the rangers somehow have a miraculous turnaround and get into the postseason or the cowboys get into the postseason, burrito jimmy won't be back until you know the end of the mavericks and star season next year possibly that's correct, David. Mm. At <laughs> 11.15, Seattle Slough, 11.45, Dusty Bottoms and Robert Allenby, which is a classic interview. If you didn't hear that, you really need to listen for that at 11.45. Okay, we also have a lot of uh, items in the news to get to. Have we lost the tea box? Are they gone? Wimps. God, they just blew out of there. Yeah, I know. I think Rick did have to get to the Colonial, but Corby has no excuse. And Dave, we have a special guest in studio today. Yeah, Jakey. My dog Jake is here. Hey, buddy. Good job, Jake. Speak. I haven't taught him to speak yet. He's sniffing the trash. Yeah. Uh, And this, I brought Jake up here because this is National Adopt-a-Pet Month, I think. Isn't it always National Adopt-a-Pet Month? I think so. No, it's only like 11 out of the the 12 months. October is National Abuse-a-Pet Month? No, 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 David. I don't know what it is. I mean, what are the other months designated as? I don't know. February is Black History Month. Is there a calendar that has all the bogus holidays and weeks? You're saying the Black History Month is months? No, no. I, I wasn't meaning to piggyback Gen that XD. on top of Black History Month. But you know how they have... <coughs> yes, there is sec- a calendar. They have Secretary's Week and... Uh, I thought we had that thing up here, as a matter of fact. It's like the chase guide yeah there there's just there's so many made- up holidays, yeah um like give me an example of a made-up holiday Oh, uh, you think
1: oh sugar
0: mom. you think national uh secretary's day and stuff like that you don't not like those Well, I mean I guess it's it's an excuse for people who ignore their secretaries the rest of the year to give them flowers and pretend to be nice to them yeah which that's a worthy holiday, sure. But you know, I I, I don't know. Take I, your daughter on a drive-by. Yeah, they, they still have that. That's probably a worthless holiday. Yeah, no. yeah, they do have national take your kids to ki- to work week. Do they have take your son to work, or is it just take your daughter to work? I, don't know. I think it's just take your daughter to work. What if you work at a topless joint? Well, then the daughter needs to be at least seventeen. Okay. Uh, so anyway, National Adopt-A-Pet Month, and, uh, Dave, I noticed that you were one of the few people up here at the ticket that has not adopted a pet. Yes, well, that may soon change, because, uh, the reason I've never adopted a pet is because I've never, uh, made any money. And I can't... Yeah. I can barely afford to feed myself, much less feed an animal. Well, you eat well. You guys always go out to eat. Yeah, I know. Well, just let the dog do the Lady and the Tramp thing and find spaghetti in the dumpster. Okay. But, yeah, I, uh... I may soon have steady income, so. What do you mean, you may soon? I thought you got a job. Well, yeah, I do have a job, so. Well, adopt a dang pet. I will, as soon as I get out of debt. How long will that take? Oh, I don't know. A year, maybe. (laughs) Dog? Cat? Oh, a dog. Parakeet? A dog. Budgie? No. You know, my parents never used to uh, want us to have real pets. They'd... My parents didn't like dogs or cats I wonder why not Because they were They certainly were people Who would adopt Yeah They adopted you Yeah they adopt They adopt children Uh huh They they paid attention During national Adopt a child month But not Adopt a pet month So they didn't uh, You know They both grew up in the city And they didn't have pets Uh huh
2: Hey Scotty Yeah Hey
0: Hello Hey Corby you're on the air
2: Oh crap
0: What How's it going Good good What you calling for buddy
2: Oh, nothing. Um, I want to talk to Scott, but uh, I can chime in on this uh, this topic.
0: Yes, because you have you have adopted animals.
2: Yeah, I do. I I do have an adopted animal. Um, Dave, don't wait you get out of debt, you idiot. Why? It costs you like like
0: thirty bucks a month. What about the pet deposit (laughs) for the apartment? Don't tell them. Screw them over. Okay, that's good advice, Corby. Thanks a lot. Yeah.
2: So no, we're. Gonna... You know, I mean, a dog's not that expensive unless it gets sick. And you know what I fear, Dave, is that your dog's going to get cancer. And whereas Gordon oh and I would probably spend like, you know, a couple of grand to fix it, just because our wives would make us. I'd,
0: I'd want to anyway. I'd let but it out into East Dallas somewhere. Yeah, you would dump it <laughs> off
2: and say it ran away.
0: Dump it the off at some got... some cancer dog dropping point. Yeah.
2: Yeah, the cancer got to his head and made him crazy, and he ran off. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's horrible. Dave, you shouldn't do that. Yeah. I know,
2: Dave. So I'm, I'm thinking you should get a, uh, I don't know, a TV instead.
0: Good point. Ah! Thanks for uh, chiming in on the discussion, Corby.
2: Okay. Let me talk to Scott.
0: Okay. All right, we'll put you on hold. That's Corby Davidson. But I, I, the I, heart I do Mind have a lot, of, uh, a lot of love in my heart to give a pet because all I ever had were uh, like fish and birds, and those suck. They're not good pets. Coming up next, you want to hear a story of a wheels-off Catholic funeral? Would I? Yes. You're Catholic? Yeah. It's having up in Buffalo, New York, and it ended in another death. Not just the huh. person in the coffin. We'll tell you that story next. 10.30 on the ticket. Here's John Sponsor. The game winner passed. David. Boy, do we. Yes. Coming Turn up- this mic down. Coming up here in just a few minutes, I guess it would be... Eight minutes. We're going to hear from Byron Nelson and Tiger Woods. Yes, Big and right golf now day we're hearing the greatness of Weezer. Oh, yes, Weezer. Now, this is a new feature that we have on the show, Dave. Yes, it's called Hear It After You Can Already Buy It. And uh, this particular album has been out for how long? Less than a week. came out Tuesday. But this is Hear It After You Can Already Buy It. Yes, and today's featured artist, Weezer. First album in more than five years for Weezer. Okay, in Buffalo, New York. Yes, I'm familiar with it. A New York lawmaker says guns don't belong in church. (laughs) No, certainly not. Last month in Buffalo, a woman was shot as she tried to wrest a gun out of her son's hands during a funeral in a Catholic church. Hmm. Now, I wish we had more information on this, the, only, they, the reason they mention that is just to set the stage for this senator, this state senator up there that says that uh, they want to make guns illegal in churches, synagogues, mosques, and other places of worship. But they don't say why this woman was having to r- wrestle a gun away from her son during a funeral. Huh. I mean, was he looking for vengeance at this funeral? Vengeance, maybe so distraught by grief he was going to do himself in. I don't know. Or maybe he still had a beef with the deceased. He was just going to shoot into the casket. Right. Do a drive-by and riddle the casket with bullets. I don't know. But I wish we (laughs) had. How crazy would that be if they just had an open casket wake and just walked by and cap the. (laughs) Right. Right at the forehead. (laughs) Oh, man. You got to be really angry with someone to do that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Not even be satisfied with their death. No. So, uh, hopefully, if we get any more information on that story, we will bring it to you. Oh, that's we'll, it? Yeah, we'll keep we'll keep you updated. We're following the story yes, as it happens. As we move along throughout the program today. Um, did you see where the needle exchange program, Dave, is working? Yeah, it works for me. The controversial ex- free needle program... Which they're trying to do to decrease HIV. Oh, yeah. Incidences of HIV. My HIV count is down to one and one-thirtieth. Parts per million? Yes. I guess that's pretty good. Yeah. The program uh, Hi, exchange... I'm gay. And in case you don't know what this is, this is where you can bring in your old needles, your dirty needles. You donate, you donate those uh, to uh, the SPCA or Dallas Can Academy. They'll come up and pick up your old needles. <laughs> Right off the the needle, not the kid. <laughs> no, uh, but you take in your old dirty needles and you can go get clean needles. That way junkies don't share needles and, and spread the disease. Right. They exchanged 19.4 million syringes in 1998 compared with 8 million syringes in 94, 95. So they're getting rid of a lot, of, lot more syringes. That's good. Yeah. In a related story, the amount of people walking along a beach that step on a needle has increased as well. <laughs> that most uh, most happens in Jersey, doesn't it? Uh, yes, Dave. I'm assuming so. Oh, all right. And did you see where Clinton was hit by an egg? No, where was that? In, uh, in Poland. He was hit by an egg... And you got to see the footage of it, because the Secret Service jumps into action and starts kind of putting their arms all over him, and he looks very confused by that. Now, did he look noticeably thinner? I I didn't notice it. Supposedly he's lost, what, 20 or 30 pounds? Yeah, they say he's lost a lot of weight, but I I didn't notice it in the footage. Um, So he was hit by an egg by a guy who was protesting... Oh, it's not in this particular story, but the guy was protesting uh, globalization. Hmm. Glo- globalization of the globe? I don't know, yes. I, guess, I suppose so. Wow. Globalization of the world is what he was protesting. That's unfortunate. And he felt that the only way he could stop the world from going global is by egging the president? By egging a former, former president. president. Yeah. Is, is Clinton still getting regular milkings? From interns? Oh, yeah. Yes. No. Certainly not. But you know, women are fascinated by him for some reason. He's got an aura. Really? Yeah. So he's pretty good at it? Or, uh... Oh. (laughs) The egg only hit the former president on the arm, did not hit him in the face. (laughs) So, and like I said before, that man's used to seeing sort of egg whites on his clothing. Snail trails. And also, the Deputy Prime Minister of London, Dave, was hit with a pie. Wow, really? Yes. A hair pie? N- no. Jet X Davy. Not exactly sure what that would be. Um. <laughs> you think, uh, you know, most, most husbands get in trouble when they have lipstick on their collar? You think Clinton comes home and he has egg whites all over his collar? Why would that be on his collar? Unless he's doing... It's taking turns. Unless he's using his aura. Yeah. Hot, oh, prickly bush. Hm. I don't know what that means. Mm, I don't either. Uh, so the deputy prime minister of London gets hit with a... Uh, he, gets, he got hit with an egg as well, at point-blank range in the ear. An egg, Not a pie. Egg pie? No, just he got hit with an egg. Okay. The Canadian prime minister got hit with a pie. Huh. Well, at least... And it says here that was a hair pie, Dave. Okay. At least they're trading eggs for bullets. At least, you know, they're making their point without being Well, no, there's no trading involved. I mean, the Prime Minister doesn't hand him a box of ammo after he hits him with an egg. It's not an exchange program like the needles. Oh. Um, so he gets hit with an egg, point-blank range, right in the ear, and he goes after the heckler and punches him, gives him a left right across the jaw. The guy drops. The guy gets back up and charges him, and the two start fighting wrestling on the ground (laughs) is a deputy prime minister huh now are these are these raw eggs or hard-boiled or dead these are raw eggs david so they're that would hurt a raw egg in the ear, right at point-blank range yeah so anyway that's the update on what's going on with world leaders at eleven o'clock we will have burrito jimmy the classic phone call replayed but right now let's uh since we're in the middle of a golf weekend here in the metroplex yes the texas swing on monday Donald miller talked with byron nelson and tiger woods they actually came up here in studio and we thought you'd give it we'd give you another listen scott, like this. scott hey we're gonna play the bit moving slow here he is byron nelson and tiger woods i'm gonna believe this ladies and gentlemen this is, is just ticket today. luck again this is the luck of the ticket working out for us <laughs> joining us in studio yeah is not only <coughs> the greatest golfer in the world, the great Tiger Woods. Good morning, Tiger. How are you? Hi, Musers. Hey, Tiger. Good morning, Tiger. Hi. And look who I brought with me. I can't yes, believe sir. this. Yes, sir. You have brought the man himself, one of the greatest golfers of all time, and the namesake yeah. of the tournament, the great Byron Nelson. Good morning, hey, Byron. Byron.
3: Hey, how's it going? A junior a Dib Dib. Hey, how are
1: you, Byron? Hey, what do you say? You know what, Musers? What Tiger um, Byron and I have become fast friends. Really? Yeah, I know you've uh-huh. got kind
0: of a tight relationship. Yep,
1: right. And you know, um, the um, the tournament that I just played in, it's got his name on it.
3: That's right. well, That's it's right. a, uh-huh. it It's his. Uh, Byron, uh-huh. Yes, it's me.
1: And uh, you know how I didn't win, Muser? Hmm. Yeah, that was. Uh... It's because I stayed up all night the night before <laughs> the last round. <laughs> I- I'm <laughs> um, looking at Sears and Roebuck's panties <laughs> catalog. Yeah, I
3: told you not to do that. You're old That's enough true. to buy Playboys
0: now, Tiger. You know, uh-huh. the
3: thing is, I, I, was, I was really rooting for Tiger. Mm-hmm. I really wanted him, and I wanted that, that young man from Dallas, Scott Verplank, to win. Right? I didn't want some spare like Robert Dammer to win. That oh, man. now come on. <laughs> no, come on. He's a PGA touring pro, Byron. You no, know, you know, he's she a good young man Ronnie. and a fine young man, and I'm <laughs> glad that he played well yesterday. And I'm glad that he won. <laughs>
0: Well, oh, Byron Nelson and Tiger Woods with us here in studio, yeah, on the Dunham and Miller show. You know what, wait, Jed? Um, like
3: after the rounds, I like I like sitting with the players around the clubhouse. And just talking golf. Right. You know, after it's all said and done. Mm. But you, you know what? Then Byron <laughs> broke out his get
1: fiddle. That's what he calls That's it. That's my get fiddle, right? Yeah, right here. Here it is. Wow. Yeah, I brought it up here. I, I thought you boys might want to hear it. And we'd sing some. songs and stuff. Yeah. I
0: didn't know you played the get fiddle, it's Byron. Me and Scott
3: Hoke and uh, Tiger. Right. And uh, who else is up there? Paul Stankowski. You want to <laughs> sing the song that we were singing? <laughs> sure, let's sing it. Oh, wow. What a treat. How about that? On the road again. Way to get out and roll again <laughs> Never heard Byron sing My love is making music, my friend I can't
1: wait you know, to get on the road again. I'm on the road again. Going places that I've never been. <laughs> hard time, Seeing door. things yeah, that man. I may never see again. And I can't wait to get on the road again. <laughs> to get on the road again. <laughs> like a band of gypsies <laughs> we go we down the highway. <laughs> we're the best, best of friends. friends. Oh, it's the best we're. Oh, our way. Oh, and our way.
3: And then
1: he goes down. And rowing rowing again. Again.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, what we do. Wow, that's great stuff. And, guys. You know
1: what? I had no idea band. that either of you
3: were musically inclined. Well, um, we we pick around on a little because bit
1: because this old man that I'm friends with, Byron Nelson, right? Um, because he can play the get fiddle. <laughs> yeah. We started a vaudeville routine. (laughs) We just thought we might
3: do this, you know, at some other venue. Somewhere a long
1: way from here.
0: Byron and Tiger with a vaudeville routine.
1: Yeah, would you like to hear some? I'd love to hear some. stuff?
0: Yeah. Okay. All right.
1: Let me get... Okay. We start with our song.
3: Yeah. Yes, we We have have no bananas. (laughs) We have no bananas today. Hey, uh, Tiger. Yeah, Byron. You know what you call uh, two
1: bananas? What?
3: pair of slippers.
1: Yes! We have no bananas. We have <laughs> no bananas today. Hey, Byron, yep. why should you never wear tight pants on the course? Uh, I don't know. Why shouldn't you? Because your balls get caught in the zipper and it hurts your nuts real hard. Yes! We have no bananas. We have no bananas today. Yeah, the good thing about them youngsters, they work
3: blue. Yeah, they sure yeah. do. Tiger, that might be hey, too blue. Yeah. Uh, how come you can't play hide and go seek, Tiger, with Pokemon? Why? Because they'll pick at you.
1: Yes! Weird. <laughs> <laughs> we have no, no bananas, bananas. today. <laughs> hey Byron, yeah. what do I and Tommy Lee have in common? I don't know where you We both play with stiff shells, <laughs> yes. We, <laughs> have no hey. we have no oh. bananas. We have no bananas today. Hey, 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 hey,
3: Tiger. What do you call crazy people go th- when they go through the forest? How do crazy people go through the forest? How? Take the psychopath. Yes,
1: we <laughs> have no bananas. We have bananas. no bananas today. Hey Byron, yep. what's the difference between me and Tommy Lee? Who? I don't know. About eight inches. <laughs> yes, we have no bananas. We have no bananas today. What do you call four
3: bullfighters in quicksand? What? Cuatro Cinco.
1: Yes, we have no bananas, <laughs> have no bananas today.
0: Well, thanks for stopping by. It's uh, Tiger Woods and Byron Nelson. Back home for joining us here on the... 10.50 on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. Coming up next, we're going to hear from Burrito Jimmy, the prank phone call we did to WOAI in San Antonio right after the Spurs defeated the Mavericks. And also, which do you think we ought to go with this story first? Yeah, just uh, I think it kind of ties into... what Squirrel humor? Well, what Corby was talking about, how uh, you guys, you and he would pay out the nose for a, a pet to, or surgery to save a pet and no. I, don't, I don't think I would in honor of National Adopt-A-Pet Month 1050 on Sports Radio 1310 the ticket here's John Sponsor.
1: if you want it you can have it but you gotta learn to
0: Sports Radio 1310, the ticket, KTZK Dallas-Fort Worth, KTBK Sherman-Denison, and KTDK Sanger. Sanger. Yes. We're located now on the FM dial. Barely located on the FM (laughs) dial down here in downtown Dallas. Barely. But if you live up in Collin County and up north, then check out 104.1. Yes, if you're enjoying white flight, then listen to us on (laughs) 104.1. uh coming up here in just a few moments we're going to hear from burrito jimmy the prank phone call to the spurs flagship station uh but a few things we want to get to first david yes by the way that was weezer yes that's one thing we want to mention dave's got a new segment here on the show and uh you call this what win it after you can no not win it listen to it after you can already buy it and weezer is today's featured artist yes weezer is today's featured artist they're uh self-titled green album it's you know it's just self-titled weezer but it's the green cover Mm -hmm. because their first album was self-titled but it was a blue cover
1: Mm
0: -hmm. this is their third album first album in like five years and it's great and that was the second song photograph and that's the best song in the album in my opinion those dudes can write a pop song yeah which is strange that they are hip because just as easily people could have dismissed all that stuff and said well they just look at this just full of you know sugary melodies and stuff like that well i think the fact that they went away for so long is why they're hip because their second album flopped no one bought their second album was it any good it's a good album but it just wasn't commercially successful Mm -hmm. yeah this is off their first album crank it up this is the sweater song yeah We're getting some bleed over, I think, from the Colonial here. (laughs) No, it's part of the song. Sorry. It's taking too long to develop. How long does this go on like this? I don't know. Jeez. All right, pull that down. All right, we'll get... Anyway. Yeah, Weezer. Weezer. In Winona, Minnesota... Yes. After nearly becoming roadkill, a squirrel named Chip is on the mend. Chip, that's cute. Chip and Dale, like the Disney I thought characters. they were... Were they squirrels or were they... Uh, I guess they were chipmunks. Never mind. Chipmunks, yeah. Nancy and John Hammer discovered the injured squirrel near their yard in uh, Winona, Minnesota last week. The squirrel had a broken femur and puncture wounds, typical of a cat bite. So a cat had attacked him. Hmm. So a neighbor joins the rescue effort with these two, with this couple, and they decided to split the cost of an operation to save Chip's life. <laughs> so they take this squirrel to a veterinarian they put three steel pins in the squirrel's thigh bone uh the vet said she's performed similar surgeries on small cats and rabbits but never a squirrel so they give this operation for the squirrel to the tune of about half a grand to save a wild squirrel that's ridiculous squirrels which are some of the biggest whip creatures in the world right and so they're they're going to nurse this squirrel back to health release it into the wild and it'll be dead within a week right it'll be just like i think the simpsons did that one time on one of their shows you know like they had finally rescued her they were ready to release like a bald eagle or something (laughs) that nurse and they release it and the hawk swoops down and eats (laughs) it immediately within two seconds (laughs) and i i mean I, i understand they're god's creatures but my last apartment that i lived at Uh you know we had a really uh a really nice patio that overlooked a creek and we had a bird feeder out there as there were tons of different species of birds that would flock in that area but we eventually had to take the bird feeder down because squirrels would just attack it yeah they would attack that bird feeder just destroy it and eat all the seed and scare away all the birds we had a we had a bird feeder out in our backyard and same, di- same deal. The bird feeder was designed to hold the weight of birds. But you'd see a squirrel up there, and the whole thing bent over. It was like on a, you know, like a little lantern holder kind yeah. of thing sticking up out of the ground. And the whole thing's just crooked over like you got a big catfish on a cane pole. <laughs> there, was a, uh, there was a squirrel at my parents' house that had gotten inside the bird feeder. It was one of those plastic bird feeders that had the uh, clear side Plexiglass panels. sides, yeah. yeah so you could see how much feed was in there. Well, it, it had somehow, you know, jimmied open the top and crawled in <laughs> and it had eaten so much seed that it couldn't squeeze its way back out. So it was just stuck, just sitting there. Did you rescue it or let it rot? Uh, Watch it slowly die? I think I think my mom went out there and took the, you know, bird feeder down and then, like, tipped it over and ran away, let it out. Man, I would have gone out there and done target practice with my gun. Thrown eggs at it. Yeah. All right, burrito Jimmy, you ready to hear this classic piece of audio? This is by request. We had a lot of P1s calling in requesting this. Yes, and and soak it in, enjoy it, tape it if you must, because uh, you will not be hearing this bit for quite some time. Because as we explained before, this is a playoff bit. Here it is, burrito Jimmy.
4: That's a live from our favorite band, Pearl Jam, here on B97, Burrito Jimmy, of course. And last night was a tough, tough night here in Dallas because our Mavericks got beat. They got beat by San Antonio, so we wanted to have a guy on to help us out a little bit and talk about the game all the way from San Antonio, which I know Sammy the Spelunker is a very special place in your heart, isn't it? That's right, Jimmy. I'm a huge Spurs fan. As a matter of fact, I grew up down there. Sometimes I miss it a lot. Right. You know, I miss uh, the Riverwalk, the Alamo, and... All those Mexicans. Oh, great city. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, Andrew Ashwood. He's from WOAI, all the way in San Antonio. That's the Spurs flagship station. He's the operations manager. And uh, first off, Andrew, how you doing?
5: Doing well, thank you, Jimmy. Okay, Andrew. I guess the Spurs got to be really happy about last night's win to get that, uh,
4: get the Mavericks, just a little pesky team, off their
1: back.
5: Well, I think that what we have seen is the beginning of what's going to be a great I thirty five rivalry uh and i got to tell you what i think that mark cuban and uh, uh don nelson have done uh-huh. in reviving that franchise uh is just going to help uh the nba despite what uh, maybe uh, the naysayers uh are uh, pontificate on, and it's exciting to uh, to see it. Yeah. I'm
3: looking
4: forward to <laughs> yeah, it uh, yeah, next Andrew. year of the battle. Yeah, Andrew, okay, I, okay, I told you to introduce yourself because people from out of town don't know your voice. Andrew, this is Jive Talking Stew.
3: Yeah, Jive Talking Stew, B97. Andrew, do you want to have a silly day? To all this when he got called by Flavor and Valley and Derek Annan? Do you think that the birds of hold a uh,
5: drink or a beer right? <laughs> Oh, sure. Whatever you say, babe. <laughs> oh.
4: Okay, do you, uh, do you have any further to pontificate on on that subject? done whatsoever okay <laughs> that's great well, Mr. Ashwood the Spelunker oh. from B97 do you think that Tim Duncan is similar or dissimilar from other NBA players <laughs> what
5: no I think he's a very unique ball player I think uh, he does not uh, he has the uh, tattoos that Allen Iverson does but I, I don't think uh, anyone... But he's not a
3: gangster, is it? Right. <laughs> not a
5: gangster. Right. No, he's not a gangster at all. Good I point, Chad. i talking is good far point. far and away the MVP, MVP, MVP of the league.
4: Okay. Uh, now let's talk a little bit about what you guys have going down there at WOAI, which is the Spurs fan chat zone. I wish somebody down here in, or up here in Dallas would, would take note of this. Exactly what do you do?
5: Uh, it is a thing that we do that uh, during every uh, game we fire it up and... Uh, We invite uh, fans, whether they're listening to it on WAI or listening uh, uh, or watching it on the TV, they can come in, and it's a real-time chat zone, and they can... uh uh, talk about what's going on in the game and comment oh. immediately what's oh, going right. on and we have uh, people uh, in Spurs Radio uh, Net Center oh. who are involved in the broadcast commenting as well and we're on the sidelines commenting and it's mm. it's, a, it's a great thing. We started it uh, a couple years ago when the Spurs began the run to the championship against the, uh, uh, the Knicks and we were averaging uh, well over 400 people at a time in the chat uh, chat zone and it's been great. We had a lot of match fans this series and yeah. we're Have a lot of Laker fans, I'm sure, as well.
4: Okay, um, now, can we just maybe give an example? Like, if one of our guys here asked you a question, you would just be online answering the question, right?
5: Well, somebody would, yeah.
4: Okay, well, great. Let's try to. Mushmouth Tom, one of our correspondents here in Dallas, would like to ask you a question. Mushmouth, you want to ask Andrew a question? Now, first off, remember, are you there? Yeah. But you can't ask anything about what we talked about, okay? No potty or, or girl special. Okay, my, my daughter, do you ever watch Cocoa I Nope, you can't talk about that, okay?
1: Okay, I go Good David Roberts, <laughs> too. you ever watch Cocoa party
5: Is <laughs> he too dead? Sorry, I, I probably don't know that answer.
4: Well, that's okay. I couldn't really understand it, but I think he went back to a topic that you're not allowed to discuss. Okay? You're not allowed to discuss than that.
3: What are you doing, you fool? Idiot. Calm down.
4: Okay, Andrew. Do the Spurs have a chance against the Lakers? Do they really have a chance? I mean, Shaq is so big.
5: Yes, he is big. But I don't think he's anywhere near as mobile. As uh, as uh, as Tim Duncan is, and uh, you know the the great thing is that I think that there's a very clear mission uh, uh, as far as the uh, Spurs are concerned, and that is to focus on playing great team defense <laughs> and against a uh, very dynamic and and great showman. Andrew, of,
3: Andrew, uh, come the, on uh, the Yeah, Andrew, come on. You can't do You better nigger do it. on not the you lead and during that victory, do it over Jack and Kobe. We ain't got a big big man in the game.
5: But, but, uh, well, but uh, it'll, it'll go seven. No, the, you're going to win two, the, uh, seven.
4: the Spurs simply Man possess such you. superior support players. Isn't that so, Mr. Ashwood? <laughs> you
5: know, there are those who think that the Spurs have a much deeper bench than, uh, than right, the Lakers. Right. Yeah, hey, I'm just a fan. I'm not an expert. I'm just a, I'm just a fan.
3: Right.
5: Well, and, I, and, you know, the great thing is, if yeah. I were living in Dallas right now, yeah. I'd be pumped about uh, the basketball team you guys are going to have next year. Oh, you yeah, we're, 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 we're all a very happy about,
4: about that. We're very happy. We love to talk right about now. it. we are be here at B97. Uh, we're uh, talking uh, about, uh, okay, my about... Mo- Sorry, Okay, Give Sorry, Would you like to say one more thing to Andrew before we let him go? Hello, Andrew.
5: Hello. First, I'll ask a
4: question. Get I need some water. No, no water till after the show. We'll feed and water you after the show, okay? I need some That's water. right. I'm just trying to fit you up a you cannot say that word. You cannot say come over here and bend over. Get over here and bend over. Bend over. Bend over. That's what you get for saying that word what you get. Now you calm down.
1: I will kill you! I will now, kill you! And you're Andrew,
4: let's get a quick prediction from the from the Lakers series. Do you think it'll go seven?
5: Uh, You know, I I, I think it very possibly could go seven. I, I think, you know, what you're going to see is, at the end of this series, a lot of people yeah? are going to forget uh, caring about the fact whether or not MJ or Charles Parker are going to come back.
4: Well, that's, that's a good point. Okay, Mushmouth, calm down. Calm down. Uh, Sammy, would you like to get a prediction in? Yes, I certainly, certainly See this series lasting six, possibly seven, with the Spurs advancing over sacking the LA Lakers to the finals. <laughs> Jive talking, would you like to contribute your prediction? I don't know if you have one or not.
3: Yeah, uh, I have uh, to say that. I'm always bad, dude. I, uh, I, I think the gonna win i uh, uh, There you go. Okay, well, Andrew, you can't we can't...
4: You can say it much better than that. Well, no, no you can't. You really can't. And I appreciate all the time. Mushmouth, you calm down. You got a prediction? I've been here to now I do have a prediction. Okay, what is
1: it? You'll he, be raped by a man with a buffalo down tonight. That's it. Get out, Get, out Get out of here. here. Get out of here. Stop, 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 it.
4: Stop, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop <laughs>
0: Eleven twelve on Sports Radio 1310 the ticket. Some radio chaos there. Is it ever? Coming up next, we're gonna hear from Seattle Slough and also bring you wacky wild stuff from the Twishy newspaper. Oh boy! <laughs> Here's John Sponsor. Who's best to get me Anyway, you listen to the sounds of the new Weezer album. This is an album that you can already purchase, but we're featuring it in our special news segment. Hear it after you can already purchase it. No, it's listen to it after you can already buy it. 1121 on Sports Radio 1310 The Ticket. This is the Gordon Keith Show. Coming up, some twishy stuff from the Straight Stuff Hit newspaper. But right now, we want to listen to Seattle Slough. You know, the preakness is today. Yes, the Prickness is later Preakness today. Prickness is today. The second jewel in the pearl necklace. Uh, no, it's the Triple Crown. Oh, yeah. Gen X Davy. So, but joining us now on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket to talk a little horse racing, is our old buddy, the Triple Crown winner from 1977. Yeah. <laughs> joining us via satellite from Baltimore, from Pimlico, where this weekend they will... Run the Preakness. Ladies and gentlemen, Seattle salute. Good morning, Seattle.
6: Oh, how are you guys doing? Good. <laughs> how are you? Good. Do I sound all right? Y- uh, yeah, you sound a little under the weather, but you sound okay. Yeah, I know. I am feeling a little under. <laughs> are you? <laughs> well, you know, I'm getting up there in age, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm the only one left of the old crowd, you know? Yeah, that's yeah. true. You know, firm is dead, mm-hmm. secretary is dead. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, haven't heard from Willie Sarge in a little while. But, uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, he passed away too. I don't know if you heard that. Did he really?
6: Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to send my condolences to Betsy. Mm hmm.
0: Yeah, she'll mm-hmm. take those. <laughs> well, what do you think about this race coming up this weekend? This Monarchus kid, uh, boy, he really took that derby, didn't he?
6: <laughs> well, you know, uh, Craig, uh, this Monarchus is some kind of wonderful.
0: Can't really watch racing because it, it gets you very excited, and, and you might get a little lancy, or, or,
6: or maybe another right.
0: maybe another word for it. I don't know.
6: Yeah, it makes me nervous. Yeah. <laughs> you can't thank, you. thank you, so right. much. Thank
3: and I you. imagine you have a hard time relating to these Gen X horses of today. I mean, they're not like the you know the horses that you used to race
6: against. You know they aren't. Uh, we were a lot uh, cleaner living back then. I mean, these yeah. horses with their tattoos, uh, a lot of them had nipple rings. <laughs> um, I, I, I tell you what, I, I ran uh, a Pro-Am.
3: Oh, yeah. <laughs> with, you uh, ran a Pro-Am. You
6: know, with uh, this Gen X horse. And, so, and he was younger, so he could run a little bit faster than me. Yeah. And the whole time I'm running after him, I'm sitting there staring because between his legs, he had a Prince Albert. Oh. <laughs> Very unsettling. Yeah,
3: these kids today, I tell you. Yeah, Am I, and my
6: studying schedule has slowed way down. Oh, has it? Yeah, yeah it is. You're not yeah, studying as much as you used to? No, no, I think uh, they need some of those little blue pills. <laughs> those Viagra, whatever yeah, you call right. Because uh, right now, they have to splint my thing with two-by-fours just uh-huh. to get me ready. <laughs> well,
3: maybe I'll just quit. Yeah.
6: That sounds painful. I was at a, a, a last year, 4th of July rally, uh-huh. and I was supposed to stud a mayor out there, uh-huh. and uh, they, my trainer left my splints hmm. uh, back at my barn, oh, no. uh, so they had to grab the stilts off of Uncle Sam. <laughs> And use those.
3: That's embarrassing. Oh, it's so embarrassing, George. I guess in your case,
6: popsicle sticks are way too small. Oh, they are. They are, Craig. I mean, we're talking six or seven feet. <laughs> oh, oh, it's yeah. amazing. Oh, I'm
0: you. The Tommy Lee of horse racing. <laughs> I'm sorry? Uh, never mind.
6: Okay. So
3: okay. how do you spend your days? I mean, what do you do now that you're an uh, older horse?
6: Well, actually, I've been so worried about my... Uh, horse mortality Uh that I've been exploring many world religions (laughs) really yeah like what well so far I settled on uh, Rastafarianism. Really? Yeah, more for the doobie than the afterlife.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I would never have guessed Uh, that. You're just
6: joking, right? Oh, George, I'm on a steady diet of pain pills and vodka.
3: (laughs) Are you really?
6: Yes, and I just pray that I die like Nick Cage in Leaving Las Vegas. (laughs) Uh, Come
3: on. Get a hold of yourself.
6: You remember how he died, George?
3: I didn't see the movie, but I'm guessing it was alcohol.
6: Induced. <laughs> he was having sex with that Elizabeth, what's-her-name, she yeah. <laughs> was so good. <laughs> Don't think I didn't split myself while watching that. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> see, I've
0: never heard you this dark before. You just sat yeah. down in the
6: dumps. Well, I have been. I've been battling uh, depression is normally associated with um, uh, old age. Mm, and, yeah. uh, but I'll be in Dallas next week. Really? what? Yeah, I'll be performing at the Richardson Wildlife Festival. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What well,
3: is what? Doing what?
6: I'll be uh, with my band.
3: You got a band? Yeah,
6: Seattle and the Sounds. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, we play Latino bluegrass music. What?
3: Well, that's unusual.
6: Oh, yeah, we've, we've had uh, three hit songs in right. the Kentucky area. Huh. And we sure have.
3: You play banjo?
6: No, I, I play the jug. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Seattle Slough playing the jug. I can't right. picture it, yeah.
6: But um we had a number one hit with Haven't Had My Oats Today. Uh uh-huh. <laughs> um, When I Go Number One, Don't Come Near Me. Oh that was kind of a hip hop song we did. Hit.
3: <laughs> right. <laughs> okay.
6: And uh, the one we have right now, um Hey Jockey quit whipping my ass. <laughs> is uh, popular in the urban community all
0: right oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well seattle we uh, we appreciate the preakness preview today best of luck to you and maybe we'll see you when you're in the metroplex
6: absolutely guys i appreciate it and uh and uh, please pray for me i'm going through a hard time right now are you what's the matter well i i was one of the mayors that i'd been studying uh got pregnant Hmm. Uh, that was the goal right and i did the right thing and married her
3: (laughs) you don't have to do
6: that you're a horse it it was uh we had a very tumultuous relationship she uh she actually moved in in my guest house out behind my barn (laughs) and uh a few few weeks ago we went to go eat at an italian restaurant (laughs) and i walked her to the car and i said uh I'll be down. I'll be down. Uh, I left my pistol in the restaurant. So <laughs> I headed back in the restaurant, and when I came back out, uh, she had been shot.
3: Oh, my gosh. Oh my
6: that's God. terrible. Yeah. So,
0: that's just awful, Seattle.
6: Well, she had a broken leg, so I think that may have something to do with it. But, but I've got to go right now. I'm assembling my criminal defense uh, legal dream team. Really? Oh, are. Uh, I've got Doug Mulder uh-huh. from Dallas, uh-huh. uh, Johnny Cochran. Mm-hmm. And of course, my lead attorney, um, Racehorse Haynes.
3: <laughs> uh, that is a,
0: a dream team for oh sure, God. but uh, I didn't hear the name Lee Bailey.
6: Oh, F. Lee Bailey. I've got to go, guys. Thank All, right, you.
3: We'll
0: Bye you. All right, see ya. That's okay. our Donovan Miller horse racing hey. expert. Hey, <laughs> oh, good. That was happy fun. Wow. 1130 30 on Sports Radio 13 uh, 10, the ticket. Coming up next, some weird stuff from the Twishy Paper and the famous Dusty Bottoms interview with Robert Allenby. So famous it made a promo. That's right. <laughs> in heavy rotation, too. Yeah. That's coming up next. Here's John Sponsor with the Ticket Ticker. The Ticket Ticker. Thank you, Gordon. Two and eight in their last 10, 14 and 27 overall. Rangers holding on to the seller position in the AL. Weather. Car buying weather. Yes. That's the copy point to end all copy points. That is the ultimate copy point, especially for Frank Para Chevrolet. And Frank Para Chevrolet has the new Trailblazer in stock right now. This is Chevy's newest midsize SUV. It generates 270 HPs, Dave. Can you believe that? Hewlett-Packard's? Really? Yes, 270 Hewlett-Packard's at 6,000 Rapid Person um, Meander. No RPM revolutions per minute. Yes, exactly, Dave. And 275 LB... pounds. Yeah, pounds of foot torque. Pound foots That's what they call them. 275 pound foots of torque. Okay, it's very confusing. So, so in other gonna... words, it has a lot of power, and it's at Frank Parr Chevrolet. And May is not only adopt a pet month right but it's also customer appreciation month the frank par autoplex wow yeah you can stop in and register to win a trip for two to cancun or one of 10 pairs of ranger tickets no purchases necessary they're located one mile west of texas stadium on highway 183 in irving between carl road and o'connor exits and on the world wide web www.frankpar.com where power people and par prices make the difference at frank Parr. we'll be there
5: sports radio 1310 the ticket
0: Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. We're just moments away from hearing Dusty Bottoms and Robert Allenby, the interview to end all interviews. Uh, for But first, a few twishy items from the straight paper. Yes. Another church shooting, Dave. We had the story of a funeral, uh, which ended up with a mother shot after she wrestled a gun away from her son. A mother shot? What is that? I've heard of a mother. The money- mother was <laughs> shot. Oh, I've heard of a money shot. I just in hopkinsville kentucky a man is being held on charges that he shot and killed two women during a church service Hmm. one of the victims was the accused gunman's estranged wife and a witness says the second victim was shot as she tried to take the uh, man's two-year-old son away from him while he was shooting wow so she was trying to be a hero right Police say that right, I don't uh, think that's necessary Hey, Scott Jones Police say Adrienne Radford had a domestic violence order in place against her husband Authorities say they don't know what set the gunman off last night but a witness says that she saw Frederick, who's the gunman, point the gun at himself and pull the trigger but she says it must have jammed because it didn't go off so he tried to kill himself afterwards in the gun jam. Why? So his plan didn't really work out for him? No. Oh, what a horrible day gone awry there. What an ultimate defeat when you have this grand plan to take out your estranged wife and kill yourself and rotten hell together. Why would she go to hell? Because she's a bitch. But then... I, wait, how did you gather that from the story? Why else would he be going after her? Well, I think some men are just kind of crazy. Mike Reiner. Okay, I, I see your point. You see it now? I yeah. mean, a little, okay. I do. a little bit more. Yeah. But that would be an ultimate defeat if you're going to cap yourself and the gun jams. And then you get tackled and have to <laughs> Tell face me about trial. it. <laughs> huh. A, a principal in Gray, Tennessee, he's the principal of an elementary school there. He's been placed on administrative leave for strip-searching nine students this week. Huh. At an elementary school. Oh, excuse me. I was using the masculine pronoun he. That's inappropriate. Oh, it's a female principal. Jane Wright is her name. I'll do her. Wright and another staff member searched the 6th and 7th grade girls on Monday, was the other staff? I member- do away with sodomy laws. What's that? Was the other staff member female? Does it say? I don't know. Uh, it doesn't say it's uh, the other staff member's gender. It just says they were sitting in the corner in a chair. Well, if the other behind in a shadowy corner, just watching. Well, if that individual had a member, then I guess we don't need to ask that question. No, it's a staff member, and <laughs> those two words go together. Uh, they were looking for. So Wasn't the principal and a staff's member? No, they were looking for 50 dollars that another girl claimed was stolen. No money was found in the search, but it angered parents and prompted an investigation by school director uh, by the school director there. So what were they looking for the 50 and a balloon or something? No, they were just looking for some sort of billfold that the girls may have placed it in. A, a meat clip. A money clip. I mean, oh my God. they said his principal had more than 40 years of experience strip searching girls. Ooh, no, I like that. Them. I don't think. Oh. As an educator, I believe. But he said proper procedure might not have been followed. No, probably not. Uh, just a few uh, twishy quicks here before we get to <laughs> the Robert Allenby interview. Um,. In St. Paul, Minnesota, a Minnesota high school student can wear his straight pride sweatshirt for now. Federal court in St. Paul has issued a preliminary injunction allowing 16-year-old Elliot Chambers to wear the shirt to school. That's genius. School (laughs) officials had told Chambers he couldn't wear it. And a Mississippi-based group filed a federal lawsuit last month on behalf of Chambers. The American Family Association Center for Law and Policy. Uh Huh they got on chambers bandwagon think they were looking for some recognition yes they said the school they're from mississippi they're not in the same state Find this on behalf of this guy the sweatshirt says straight pride on the front and on the back it has a man and a woman holding hands <laughs> <laughs> we need to get a hold of those yeah we need to market those uh and this next story i'm going to wait on it's extremely wheels off story save it for the mix with the hot spot yes Right now, we need to hear uh, from your new character, David Dusty Bottoms. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of a microphone Johnson ripoff, I guess, because he's country. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I I went out to Colonial to do a Colonial preview for the morning show, and I was trying to think of a, a different way to do the standard interview with a golfer. So I went in disguise. I went in jeans, boots, a western shirt with those pearl snap buttons, and a big straw cowboy hat and i posed as dusty bottoms from really avid golfer magazine a very offensive interview that's been turned into a promo now let's hear where it all began the famous dusty bottoms interview
7: how you doing man good Good. dusty bottoms from really avid golfer magazine the a local paper Uh (laughs) uh-huh now where exactly are you from i'm from melbourne australia really which is uh about 28 hours from here (laughs)
0: <laughs> now, how are you liking uh, Fort Worth so far?
7: Uh, yeah, I like it a lot. It's been good. Yep. Um, I was in <laughs> Dallas last week, and obviously in Fort Worth this week. Um, well, it's yeah, so it's cool. good. Just a little hot. Now, you ever play uh, over on the European Tour? I played the European Tour for seven years. Do you think those, uh, compared to the States, you think those courses are kind of like goat ranches? Uh, <laughs> no. Not at all. Yeah. I wouldn't say that at all. Um, they got, they've got got a lot of great golf courses over there, better than probably half of the courses we play on this tour over here. Ooh. You said you played the Nelson last week. Uh, what do you think about that tournament compared to this tournament? This tournament doesn't have, you know, the, the old man mascot, but it's still pretty good field, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, I I like this course. Oh, man, I think I, this course is a lot better than yeah. uh, the two courses that we play over at the Bar and Nelson. But, um... You know, Nelson is a good tournament, um, and so is the Colonial. They're two premier tournaments on the tour. Now, uh, a lot of guys don't necessarily like to play with the lead. They they play better when they have somebody to chase on the leaderboard. How do you play that way? I've won with what? having the lead from day one, and I've 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 also won from coming from behind. So. As long as I win, I don't really care if it's if I'm coming from behind or if I'm <laughs> or if I'm ahead. I mean, oh a win's a win; doesn't matter how you do it. Um, but I have no problem. I have no problem with um, you know staying in the lead. You think my queer's better coming from behind? Sorry, my queer. Do you think he's better coming from behind? <laughs> um. Oh my god. I'm not quite sure. Oh my god. Um. You play with him much? I play with Mike a little bit yeah I mean a couple of tournaments that he's won he's, he's come from behind but um, you know I've, look everyone's are capable of doing whatever you know we're all capable of staying in the lead and hang on, hanging on to it um, you know I've won 15 or 16 times around the world so I, I know how to win um, I'm sure Mike I'm sure he can win from the front I don't know Depends on how you're trying to put this question to me. I mean, it sounds like you don't seem the sort of straight sort of guy. So, <laughs> Well, I, I'm trying to get a kind of a broad knowledge of what you're all about. Did you get a chance to look at some of the, the women out on the Nelson? Oh, my God. It's known for having out quite a bit of Nelson. young females that come out to watch the golf. But did you see any of the Texas women? No, I didn't see any. I'm, uh, I'm happily married and uh, have a little baby boy that's 19 months old and um i was there for business not pleasure well hypothetically do you prefer real or fake Uh, (laughs) well my wife's are real and i love them all right well that's fabulous all right just a couple more before you go uh i was thinking about this the other day when i was doing some heavy lifting do you guys do you guys ever fart in your backswing (laughs) um no i always make sure i do it prior or after Otherwise, I'm scared that I might hit it too far. <laughs> Your caddy ever get disgusted with you? Uh, he, has, he has, No, uh, he has no say in it. <laughs> I pay him to do his job, and if that's part of his job, then he's got to put up with it. So he says they smell like roses, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, uh, and of course, no Tiger this weekend, so you think you're going to win? <laughs> um, I can't think I'm going to win. I just have to, I mean, you got to try and put yourself in a position on Sunday to win, and and you just take it from there. I mean, you can't win the tournament before Sunday, so... Um, and you can't win with, unless you've got nine holes to go and you're in the lead or close to the lead. So, you know, we'll just wait till Sunday and see what happens. Well, if a spare like Robert Dameron can win at the Nelson, I'm sure that oh. you can pull one out this weekend. Oh, oh my uh, God. thanks. Oh. <laughs> thanks a lot, man. <laughs> you yeah, beauty. I uh, appreciate see it. See you, mate. Oh, it's
0: the great Robert Allenby. He was a good sporty. He- he was stuck around the whole interview just yeah wrote it out with you he did write it out and uh i didn't jinx him because he is uh, even through seven today he's two under for the tournament so he's still within striking distance well congratulations robert i think he just heard the replay oh he's now, really he's now at three under par for the tournament all right oh, okay. good yes making his move excellent he's all right in his backswing coming up next we'll talk with the hot spot and also share with them a story about a woman trying to commit suicide in an unusual way well, why do we have so much suicide talk today? It's you. Stop giving me the suicide stories. adoption month or something. The ticket. Aaron Maead is struggling in his sports radio 1310. The ticket. As we've got a big line of rain moving through the area and cooler temperatures. This afternoon, we might not get out of the sixties with a north wind twenty to thirty miles an hour. We might have a wind chill. Wow. How about that? Time for Muse and the News brought to us by DNA Model Leasing, 35 Lease, 35 L E A S E. And here with us at the Logo Center this morning in Arlington, Gordo. News Hello,
5: Craig and three oh. time Silver Sow Award winner, Gordon Keith, on Sports Radio
0: 1310. The ticket. And hello, George. Hey, hey. A couple of quick notes before we get into the news. Number one, I look out here at, as we're at the Logo Center. What are we? A block east of the ballpark on Randall Mill. On Randall Mill. And I look out there and I see uh, some storm clouds forming above the new roller coaster, the Titan. Titan. That is. Oh, huh, what Titan. is Titan. Titan. The Titan. Right. Anyway, it looks fun. That Titan would never coaster. ride it. Never yeah, ride it. Yeah, it's very scary looking. Too fast. To That's a uh, yeah. Ah! Gigantic. It's a big old Titan Titan. 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 Yeah, I've just the, become aware that it's called the Titan. The, yeah, you well, get me lost. confused. It was better marketing if they had pronounced it the other way. Right. Jeez. And uh the second note is you know how Kmart has brought back the blue light specials? Yeah, I've yep. been taking advantage of those. Yeah, you've heard those being advertised on the yep. ticket. Well, I have a blue light special as incentive to people to come out to Logo Center and plus to unload the back of my truck. Maytag stackable washer goes for $125 <laughs> today. Really? Anyone who comes and just unloads it off the truck. Works everything. It's a gas dryer, electric washer, of course. Now, you put that in your truck specifically to sell it here this morning? No. I put it in my truck because I thought I was going to use it. In the truck? No, not in the truck. Doing I was going to unload it and put here. it in my, my home. But it took me two hours to load this thing by myself in the truck. So <laughs> heavy. And now I have never been able to bring myself to down, to unload it from the truck. Oh. And so now I'm just getting rid of it. Okay. I wish right. I'd never picked it up. How but, much? Uh, 125 bucks. Negotiable? Huh? I'll negotiate a little bit. Okay. I have a little, price, little bit though. of room on that. Okay. But uh, anyway. Yeah, it's a very vacuum. good price. Maytag, best brand there is. Too. Is this in the fake truck or your Frank Parra truck? This is in the Frank Parra truck. So I'm, I'm just hoping that the 125 bucks that I'll get for the washer will offset the cost of trying to repair these scratches and dents in the bed. One yeah. hundred dollars. <laughs> no, no, I'm not taking bits from you. Hey, they got everything here at the Logo Center, including uh, a windstorm. A windstorm and fake Maverick jerseys from a fake Mavericks, oh, fake wow. Bulls game. Hey, look at those classics. Ticket TV caps. Yeah. Can't get those anywhere. No. Thank goodness. Where's our promotions guy? Because our promotions table's blown away. The promo- both of them left. We had two of them out here. <laughs> hmm. All right, let's get to the news. Are you ready for this? Yep. yep. All right, down there in Peru, they've only they only have one scheduled debate for Peru's presidential runoff uh-huh. vote, which occurs next month. The front runner, Ale- Alejandro Toledo. Thank you for having me on. Not him. He focused on former President Alan Garcia's disastrous term in office. And Mr. Garcia fires back with accusing Mr. Toledo of cocaine abuse. (laughs) Golly. (laughs) Mr. Garcia repeated allegations that Mr. Toledo tested positive for cocaine use after an extramarital hotel rendezvous with three women in 1998. That's great. Mr. Toledo's response to these allegations, he said that he was drugged and kidnapped... (laughs) by agents of former President Alberto Fujimoro, and possibly, possibly filmed in sexually compromising actions. <laughs> Gosh. And those are the two choices for president. By the way, that is the weakest. If I ever get busted by my wife, uh-huh. I'm going to use this, that I was <laughs> drugged and kidnapped and uh, possibly. I was possibly Maybe. filmed. That's in case she finds the tape. (laughs) Right. Simple. The pillow buffet. That's just a little tip to all you P ones if you're having a little marital affair. Little tip. Oh, keep going. Uh, You a big fan of jazz music, Georgie? Not really. I can tolerate some of it. Yeah, it's okay. anybody ever heard of Susanna McCorkle? Yeah, she was uh, one of the greatest cabaret singers. Of the 80s and 90s, is that right? I read this yesterday in the. Oh, bit, you did? So. <laughs> <laughs> she was lauded as one of the US, one of the U.S.'s uh, best jazz pop singers. She died on Saturday at the age of 55. It's fairly young to be dying, yeah. isn't it, Giorgio? Yeah. A preliminary police investi- investigation indicates that she jumped from her 16th floor Manhattan apartment. Wow. Or from the roof of the building having left a suicide note so record sales were down or what what's going on record sales had plummeted along with the along with the singer of the album can we talk suicide for a moment yes we may craig why would anyone end it that way on the jump jumping from a building what terror and then what although very temporary pain when you do splatter so you're saying if you were going to do it you'd do what Something without pain. I would do the maybe the sleeping pill route or... I've heard that's a very painful way to go. Oh, it is? think it isn't, but it is. Oh, well, never mind. Uh, I think the gun is the only painless way. Yeah, but that's Uh, too messy. Well, put a hefty over your head. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Why Matt laughing so hard back there? Um, What's the matter with you? Well, then I'm not sure how I would do it. I'll tell you how I'd do it. I'd try to die of natural causes in my sleep yeah you can't try to do that what i'll tell you exactly how i'd do it i don't think she had such a bad idea i'd go to the roof of the ticket and right before i'm about to jump off i'd handcuff myself to giorgio That ain't going to happen. Yes. You're going down with me, George. No, that's I'm one not. thing that I've made up my mind. I'll tell you, that's not. the one way I will not leave this earth is with you. <laughs> yes, you will. Or anything that's associated with you. <laughs> oh, no, you will. By the way, Jeremy, I appreciate it. Suicide is painless. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they say this woman had reportedly suffered from depression for many years. That's very sad. Her most recent album was last year's Hearts and Minds. Huh. You ought to pick that up, Giorgio. All right. The Massachusetts governor, Jane Swift. The mama? Twins? Yeah, she's the mama of twins. This is very unstable. (laughs) She's poised to begin her working maternity leave for these twins. She's 36 years old. Didn't she just get elected? Yeah, uh, well... She's already going on leave? Um, I don't know, when she was elected. Hey, the state's business is more important than these two so-called twins... (laughs) <laughs> huh. why do you doubt their twindom oh sorry <laughs> did i impregnate her is she i haven't seen her is she good looking at all or is she kind of yachtish? i'm not sure oh she isn't fernando <laughs> <laughs> very, very average definitely oh, no. she's, not, she's not unattractive
6: but very average
0: okay the national rifle association's board of directors is expected to elect charlton heston to a fourth one-year term as president today heck yes can right. I go back to the twin story for a moment? Yes, Craig. <laughs> I have a question.
6: <laughs> maybe late
0: does it like this? <laughs> no. <laughs> maybe we are criticizing her unjustly here because she's going to take care of those twins, right? Yes. And what state is this in? Uh, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. <laughs> so if she were to die, those twins would inherit the governorship. So no, maybe she should take no, care of no, no, not no, how it no, works. no, 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 no. It just doesn't it happen looks. that way. This a thing called the lieutenant governor. Yeah, it doesn't pass along birth lines. Yeah. It's my mistake. Jenna Bush didn't take over in Texas. Rick Perry did. Boy, I wish she would have. That would have been great, That's great. That's why I brought her up. Her presiding over Texas. Oh, man. I would have been down there lobbying for a lot of stuff. Jeez. The group is meeting in Kansas City, Missouri. Now we're back to the NRA? Yeah. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> Sorry. Okay, so Charlton Heston is going to be president again? Yeah. Uh, the group is meeting I in guess. Kansas City, Missouri, where, H- where Heston drew a roar... As he thrust a revolutionary war musket above his head, oh, brother. <laughs> that dang, that dang NRA. I mean, whether you believe in their cause or not, they just make so many problems for themselves when they, when they look like a bunch of war mongering idiots. Yeah. How old is he? That was Gordon Keith that said that. He is really old, Craig. A Norwegian AIDS, right? cruise line ship returned to Seattle a day after a sudden maneuver off the coast of Washington State caused the ship to tilt. Several people were injured, and the whole ship was basically turned over on the side, almost. Because all yell out All the glass broke. They said it did look like the Titanic, though. Yeah. Wait, all of a sudden, the whole ship tilts, and uh, yeah. glass goes flying everywhere. People go flying everywhere. They think it was a computer malfunction with one of the rudders. Yeah. You can't drive a boat. You have to hook it up to a computer now. Yep. Why can't you just put the outboard and forward and just go? Well, wouldn't that be a whiff if they only had, like, a 10-horsepower johnson like one of those things? Uh, you know, you give them a 150, Evinrude or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about one of those trolling motors you guide with your foot? It's just a pilot up at the front of his ship with a little foot controller. Yeah, the pedal, you know. <laughs> trying to steer through some weeds. <laughs> Boy, that thing All goes you fish wild. fish off in front of that big ship. <laughs> <laughs> do you think they ever do that at night? Maybe just shut down the ship, do a little yeah. catfish fishing in the, in the ocean? <laughs> they, they go trolling, you know. trolling around. Yeah, um, <laughs> they get his lure hooked on a log and has to go over to it. <laughs> what a wow, there's no bigger whip than that. Uh, let's see. Janet Reno is thinking about running for the governorship of Florida. I don't think this is a good move for her because I think they're going to expose her lesbianism. Okay. Well.
3: Wow. <laughs> Greg Miller. Miller. I
0: think she's you? married. You, don't you care fool. about anything anymore? You think you can just say anything and get away with I it? Think she's married. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry but she she's, oh, not, she's not married, married. No, no and she was appointed attorney general so you didn't really i mean they they didn't yeah. they didn't look into her personal life but here when she's running just, just <clears <suit>. <clears <throat> <must I> <laughs> when she's running against someone that opponent is going to dig up every dirty thing yeah he but, can but on don't it. you think that she'll win sympathy points because she has parkinson's now and yeah probably but does shaky hands probably make her popular in the community she's in why come on but also i think that it might hurt i, I just think she she's seems a, she's a human one of those i don't i guess i just don't want to see her go through that right because i think it would get ugly um let's see we need to move on here at Eddie van halen you know we had that story about how he's a cancer sufferer right but they was not there wasn't a lot of information released about it except that it was tongue cancer right it's a weird form of cancer but he's smoked all his life rich What's up? He's uh, 46 years of age. He was at a celebrity golf tournament in L.A. on Saturday. He says that he is undergoing treatment every day for cancer. Huh. So must have been pretty serious. But added to that story is the fact that throughout the celebrity golf tournament, he smoked the whole time. Still smoking? See? Still smoking. Gosh. Rich? What up? See? I don't have cancer. Mm. <laughs> Not that's, yet. That's, that's pretty a bold declaration declaration <laughs> That is. Huh? Stop smoking, Rich. And uh, Nikki Taylor, the supermodel that was injured in a car crash last <laughs> month, she that's is off Nikki Granville It is yeah. traffic. She is off uh, respirator and she is talking now. Good. That's good. So she's making a recovery. Hopefully, let's all say a little prayer that hopefully we see her back on the runway shaking her money maker soon. And as far as... <laughs> that's not what it sounds like. I guess if a really fat girl shook her moneymaker, that's what it'd sound like. But <laughs> well, nice. Matt has gotten the biggest <laughs> kick <laughs> out of in the news today. Matt, you need to come up to the studio every day just for, so Gordo has a little bit <laughs> of... it every uh, day. <laughs> um, okay, on this date in history, 1927, Charles Lindbergh landed his spirit of St. Louis near Paris, completing the first solo airplane flight across the Atlantic Ocean. In your opinion... Oh, that's not the way it done when he landed. <laughs> what is he what do you do on a on that flight? It had to take forever. Yeah. You think you ever like fished it out and just kinda <laughs> <laughs> yeah. lazily tug? What do you talking a tugboat? What what do you I don't a understand. Tugboat. Sure What's he going? did, because that way not only was he the first to cross the Atlantic, but he was the first to do that while crossing <laughs> the Atlantic. He's the first member of the Mile High Club, the solo Mile High Club. All he right. he what else trying Let's to complete go. as many firsts as he oh, possibly God. could have. You made your point. Move on. Oh, man. Uh, what else? Oh, birthdays. I Only have two. Boy, I bet he felt extreme guilt after oh, that. How do you know <laughs> he did? such <laughs> remorse. Oh, I know. You just felt like uh, what kind of low animal am I? <laughs> what else? You got you feel guilty, George, afterwards. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, you but I'm know. About flying over the Atlantic, I've never you done that. No. know, Why would. I feel guilty about that. You just feel like a dumb animal. We're <laughs> huh. talking about your own experience. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, actor Mr. T turns 49 today. Back doing something now, isn't he? I thought he was dead. Can he really be called no. an actor? He had the cancer there for a while. Yeah, I they, had a thought they movie. said he was about to die. Part he's of a, a preacher. Verse? He's like a preacher. Or Is that what he's now. doing? Yeah. yeah. And actor-director Nick Cassavetes is 42. Hmm, is that? I don't know. But, you know, I'm relying <laughs> on that week Dallas Morning News birthday list. How about actor Judge Reinhold? He's 44. Oh, good. Oh, there, there you the go. Day. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, yeah. we know. Been in a lot of good B movies. it has been a judge for quite a while. Okay, very good. Thank you. Yes. That's Muse in the News, 733 on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. George tells us about the... Of Collins to the east of the Rockies. <laughs> and uh, we'll be That's here fine. for a while. We've got the round tables going. It's myself, Junior, the great Gordo, Dave okay, and Kevin Blanford Craig. and great Grego. Well you guys having a good time here? This is a great place. <laughs> this is. Yes it is. <laughs> you know, I haven't been yes. here since I've lived in Arlington, which was probably eight or ten years ago. And I didn't I don't remember this place being this big. So they added on to it like three or four times. Yeah. Yeah, they added the, uh, the deck, the pool, uh, the gazebo. This thing's got
4: a big deck on it.
0: <laughs> you didn't have all those ticket signs here. No, I don't remember all the ticket signs here last time, eight or ten years ago before we were even on the air. So is everybody enjoying sports these days, Dan? <laughs> yes, Craig, thank you. What's your favorite sport, Dan? Thanks for asking.
4: This will be a shtick answer.
0: I want serious answers hey, you, here. you won't get one from him. It'll be shtick. All right, uh, Grego, yours is baseball, Yeah, right? baseball.
3: Without question. Yeah. Either baseball or water skiing. See, there's shtick. Can't just have a serious conversation.
0: <laughs> Kevin? I, I've uh, got to go I'm, with rodeo. Rodeo? See? Yeah, it'd be my favorite. Okay. Can't just have a serious conversation. Gordo? Probably polo and intercourse. <laughs> Dan? Verbal intercourse. I don't want to... This is dumb. No, I'm asking your favorite sport. Okay, I forget that. Okay, that's dumb. Favorite color. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) I like uh, purple. Grego, still pink? No. Chartreuse. Always bet on black. The old old, old color of the flying worm, Junior. Oh, yeah. Honestly, in all truthfulness, my favorite color is brown, and I meet very few people whose favorite color is brown. Why? I don't know. Why, how know come I, I don't mean? meet very many people that are. No. Or why what? is it that brown is your favorite color? I've just always liked it. I like all like beige on down to the whole uh, scale. The whole spectrum that is within brown. Well, I don't think there's a spectrum within one color. The spectrum of brown. I'm the. Uh, if I can set the scene here for everyone. it. <clears throat> we have a wonderful scene because they have uh, <laughs> the stage set up outside. We're underneath a tent. So we're indoors, outdoors, and here in the tent we've got P1s that are sitting down and up and mingling, and we have George really working it out here. Boy, look I at George mean. just, look at him, he's trying to hit that. I mean, this is <laughs> a, ama- well, he's, he may have had a couple. Is this the hot chick's cement here? This, this is out of Capel, Georgie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, look at him, he's already got a, drink, oh, look look he's at got a drink in his hand and he's overlapping at our jokes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> look at him. Wait, he's all up close to her? She just touched him. Mm-hmm. Oh, she touched him on the shoulder. Look at George. He's going to take that and run with it. That's the first step. Uh-oh, his pants Uh-oh. are growing. Wait, I can... Oh, how embarrassing. <laughs> I can read his lips. He just said, do you know what it's like to be <laughs> <laughs> This I, I just read his lips. That's the fifth time he's asked her if she knows who he is. <laughs>